Surprisingly, I was looking forward to this one. I really don't know what that means, but... The subject is closer to me only because I've struggled with it myself, personally. I've always been a fan of YouTube dramas. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, consider yourself very lucky. You can just go back to having a nice, calm lifestyle. Don't even look this stuff up. Just stay away from it. But it's the same thing with all social medias. A lot of people, they'll be able to get their clicks and their following by using drama to their advantage. So they'll post a video that talks about another group or a specific person who might have made a mistake and done something wrong. And they'll explode it. They'll tell the story. They'll tell about the person. They'll tell about the situation. And then they'll give their opinion. And then they basically just repeat this format over and over again. And people enjoy it. So the folks that are on the side of the other might not watch them or they'll watch them and then, you know, they'll use that to their advantage to create their own video. The drama against the person that's, you know, talking about the drama and then the loop just continues. It just goes deeper and deeper. And people, they, 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 they enjoy this and I completely understand why. Because when you're watching these videos and you're seeing this, you're like, oh, how could that person do this? You know, it's very over the top. I don't understand their mindset. But you may not realize, and this isn't always the case, but a lot of the time, what's being reported to you by the person that you follow or trust on that social media isn't 100% the truth. Or they've, you know, passed along the rumors that have been spread about the person or the situation. You know, it really comes down to it, it's just opinion. Now, sometimes they'll have, you know, proof to back it up. And yes, I mean, in the end, you may be able to say at the end of the video, I know wholeheartedly that the person or the group that they're talking about is doing something wrong, that their mindset isn't for the advancement of humanity, their mindset isn't on a empathetic level. That is that just maybe that they grew up to be selfish people. And they're doing something wrong. And you can, you can say that that person's wrong. That person is terrible. And they're, they're not nice to others. And I mean, it's very possible you will be right. But being angry at the other person and following along with the drama. Yes, in the moment that you're going along with it, it gives you this feeling of excitement. Because you're not sure what's going to happen. What's going to happen next. What information is going to be brought to the forefront. When it's all said and done and everything's over, you might just feel this odd sensation, this uh, kind of like emptiness that you kind of regret in a way the time that you put into all of the drama. And that's the lure. That's the danger. You know, that's where it can become an addiction. Because, you know, when it comes down to it, no matter how much you identify with what's being said and how angry you get at the other person or the other group for what they did, you're not a part of it. You know, the person doing the talking on the social media, for the most part, doesn't even know who you are. 
So why does it make you so upset? Why do you get so lured in to the drama? We're going to talk about that during this episode. As a side note, if you are enjoying my podcast, I very much appreciate you. There is a really quick way that you can support me. If you can just go to however you listen, Google, Apple, Spotify, and just leave me a quick review. Let me know what you think about the show. Hopefully you like it. This uh, allows people to find me and allows my show to grow. So there is a fun that comes along with the drama something that I struggle with on a regular basis. I'm getting better at it, though. I'm very proud of myself in this regard. I'm getting better at it in the sense that I've been able to watch more YouTube videos that are positive in nature. And I I go out now and I seek spiritual teachings and I seek uh, history. Uh, One of the things that has really caught my attention, this isn't related to the episode, but you might enjoy it. There's a channel called Bright Insights definitely check it out they talk about this 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 previously unknown history to mankind the potential that we had an advanced society you know longer than six thousand years ago so this is going back to like 10 12 thousand years ago and they've unearthed this they've potentially found the old city of atlantis as well so go check that out i, I don't know this person and they're not paying me to to advertise them but bright insights on youtube that's a it's a fun channel so i said i struggle with it and i'm going to say that i've i've meditated i've i've kind of tried to feel into you know what makes the drama so much fun you know the the excitement of being part of it you really get lured into it you know it's like deep down especially if you're watching somebody on youtube that you now trust because there are examples of channels and people on YouTube that they're very uh, nice people and how they convey their points. I mean, they're very down to earth. They're respectful to their fans. You know, they talk in a very soft kind of way. They're not over the top angry. And you might think, okay, I'm going to support this person. I'm going to help them. And in a lot of cases, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a lot of people out there who have the best intentions when they're doing these videos. I mean, obviously the initial goal is that they you know, make their living off of this and they need those clicks, they need people to listen. So maybe at the beginning, you know, intentions do change over the years. The more you build your audience, it might change you. But there's excitement in that and they know this. So they're very calculated on how they convey the information. You know, it's done in a way to keep your attention so that you stay throughout the entire video. This is, a, this is a learned trait. It's not something that I ever really tried to delve into because, you know, for me personally, I just got something to say. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come from the heart. You know, if, if somebody doesn't listen for the whole show, you know, that's their choice. I just hope they get value out of it. But other people, I mean, it does come down to techniques that they have employed and and a lot of the most famous youtube folks and personalities are amazing marketers and there's a good reason for that i mean they've broken it down to a science and then they follow that and you know more power to them especially if they're doing good things when it comes to these drama channels they can kind of use those techniques against you 
It's the same thing we talk about with advertising and, and corporations, you know, using these mental techniques to try and lure you into buying their products. I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, it's, it's obviously a legal thing in capitalism to do this. And it really is up to the general person to kind of look out for their own mental well-being. But so if they're using these techniques to draw you into the drama, and I always found when I found one drama to follow, if that one ended, that I would want to go on to the next. Or even during that one, I would want to find another one. Or for that drama, I would go out and find multiple channels that would help me dive into it even deeper. And I realized that there was just this kind of thing to it that I just had to know what occurred. I really put myself in that situation and I was like, okay, I'm definitely on this side. And it's me versus the other side, me and all the other people who follow this channel. But you got to realize, though, when it comes down to it, is that we are all very much connected. And no matter how much of a hate that builds up in your heart against the person or the group on the other side, those are just people too. You might see them as different and that they think differently than you and they have different, but when it comes down to it, they live the same type of lives. You know, they're beholden to others. They have loved ones, you know, their sons, their daughters, their spouses. It is, they're, they're people too. So the goal of this episode really is to give you that idea that no matter how deep a drama gets, that if you have a connection to the other side, if you have a connection to everyone as human beings and living things and animals and the earth itself, that there really isn't a drama to be had because you're not going to see yourself as being different from them. And that's the truth about drama is like the idea that you're going to follow along with this and be able to say those people are wrong and that I'm right is to kind of secure your space on this planet and say that the way I'm living my life is at least better than somebody else. It's at least better than those guys. And that's, you know, the, the lure of it and why nowadays when everybody's so unsure, everybody's kind of like, you know, scrambling around trying to figure out how best to live their life. Nobody really knows our leadership has not come through for us. There's not anything in the world that seems to make sense at the moment. You know, people more and more are kind of diving into these dramas because it gives them a false sense of security. It gives them a false foundation to their life. So I can see why the, the love of this is tending to grow. Now, as a side note with leadership, this saddens me that we live in a world today where our leaders don't have our best intentions at heart. Now, this is not something that, you know, I'm just kind of playing around with. I've given this a lot of thought. It used to be a time where you could look to the leaders of countries and say, okay, they're doing things right. They're doing things for the people. It seemed the voting process was a good way to keep them in check, but it seems that has changed over the years. You know, it seems to be coming more and more that, you know, they can be able to seize control and that the people don't really have as much power as they once did. This could be another reason. I think it's a big reason why these dramas take hold because you really do feel powerless when you look at this massive overhanging leadership that's, you know, 
slowly pushing down with their claws. And so you got to turn your attention away to something else that's going to give you some type of foundations, give you some something that you could say, okay, I you know I'm I'm still in control of my life. Now the, that 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 is definitely one of the fears that comes with going into these dramas is that you'll take your eyes away from the things that truly matter, that you will not be able to see if something bad is is coming down towards you that's a part of it and it's not to be doom and gloom and i'm not trying to i just realize it might come off as i'm trying to start my own drama channel right now but i'm not doing that either i'm just saying that uh, you know this is one of the things that focusing on these dramas that have nothing to do with you takes you away from what actually does affect you not just a sense of government leadership but even the sense of your own personal life in general, the, the, the loved ones around you, your, your marriage or whatever, is that you take your eyes off of that and you focus on something else, you're going to be surprised that things start to happen and you didn't expect them. So that's one area. The other area, though, is there's a fear of creating an addiction to this drama that it's almost like an entertainment for you and the excitement that you need to keep chasing after you feel that excitement that you don't feel naturally in your life so you get this drama that you go after when you're gossiping with your friends or going to that youtube channel and you you crave it because it's the only excitement that in that moment you have and if your life is kind of in a in a bit of a spiral it's the only one that you could ever find then you go after it and you surround yourself with people who are like-minded in the sense that they constantly have hate for others and then you guys can get together and you can talk about that but then eventually you know you know those people of that mind they're going to turn on you as well it's not a good way to live it's not a way that i ever want to live the fear of getting that addiction that would lead you down that spiral and eventually you're in a situation where you really just don't know how to be connected to others and you don't have any true friends. And the other side, the other side that is is an unfortunate ending to this is just you're living in a fearful state. Because if you can see others and groups of other people as being different from you, as not having your, your similar interests and being against you, uh, that they're thinking in these terrible ways that all these people say they're thinking, then you're always going to be fearful of them. And that fear is going to kind of embed itself in your life. You're always going to be looking around those corners wondering what's going to come next. So you get this addiction to the drama that then turns you into a fearful and angry person. You're living in a lower state of emotion, which is no way to live at all. So how do we identify what is drama? What is different than if I'm watching a YouTube video where somebody's talking about their life and they say, oh, they had a difficult situation with this person. Is that drama? I think you just kind of got to look into the way that they talk about it. This is something that I've thought a lot about. and I don't claim to be an expert on psychology in any way at all. But if I were to break it down to its lowest point, I would say that you just got to look for something that is mean in nature. 
So if the person talks about the other in a video or in a conversation that you're having with them, and the first thing that they say is, oh, you know, the, the person's okay, but it's just they did this one thing that made me angry and I didn't like it, and I'm going to confront them on it, and they leave it at that. Well, that's not mean-natured. They, they told you about a situation that was bothering them, but they didn't put the other person down the process. You know, maybe they just had a bad day or something. But instead, if it ta- starts with uh, disgust or hatred of a person or a group or a situation where they're like, oh, I can't believe the person did that. How could they? I don't understand where their mind is. They're obviously very selfish and hateful people. Oh, they don't they don't care about anybody else. Oh, I don't want anybody like that in my life. It's just it's very mean name. They might use some swear words, which I'm not gonna do in the process. So if it goes with disgust and hatred about a person or a situation, that's a good identifier that it is drama, that it's mean natured. The other side of that is not only do you talk about the other side, like if you're talking about a group of people. And saying, oh, they're just like this or they're just like that. But we're not like that. So they turned it into an us versus them situation. So instead of focusing on where the similarities are in us all being humans in certain examples, it's us versus them. Oh, they don't think like us. Oh, they're different in this regard. They're not as smart as us. They think very differently. So when they separated that, that is them versus us, there's different groups, they talk in generalities, they don't talk in specifics, there's another example that it would be mean-natured and drama, that type of talk. So what do you do if you've already gone down this road, if you're stuck on it, addicted to it, or whatever, like I am, I'm trying to personally get out of it right now, I found there's a few things that do help me out quite a bit. And one, one first, it, 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 it break it down into two things. There, there's the first one, if you need to actually learn to settle your mind. Now, this is not the case. I mean, deep down, if you start going down a road of meditation and mindfulness, eventually you're going to get to the point of accepting. And acceptance is a very powerful thing. So if you get to that point where you can just accept things as they are and have no need to change or even think differently to be able to let it go, then you're not really going to need to do this first one. But if you don't want to do that, if you're fine with the way things are and you need to actually learn about something to let it go, my suggestion is to find the person or the group that you're against right now and start listening to their points. So find their videos on YouTube, find their pages on Twitter. I'd say you could even reach out to them in a nice way. Don't start the conversation with, with, hey, effer. It's just, you know, you say reach out to them nice way. You know, I, I, I don't always agree with what you think. However, you know, I'm open to hearing your points of view. Maybe ask them a couple questions, you know, things that really bother you the most and see what they say. I mean, I think most of them, in a sense, no matter how big they are, they, when they have somebody coming to them from the opposite side, quote unquote, of the aisle, they're going to be open to it. 
And I, I think they'd answer you. They might not put a lot of work into it, but at least they'll get to the point and just tell you what they think. And who knows? Maybe you'll see that and you'll be like, oh, I really appreciate that they actually took the time. They might even be nice to you. Who cares if they're not, but they might be nice to you. And in the end, you might say, oh, that they actually made a good point there. I don't fully agree with it, and that's totally fine. But at least you actually took the time to seek that out. You'll be proud of yourself for doing it. And in the end, you might be able to see something more of their point of view, or at least understand why they do what they do, why they believe what they believe. But I wouldn't recommend that. <laughs> I'd recommend you just not to bother. I think this is the healthiest way to do it. And I'm always a fan of things that don't take up your time, especially if they're not really involved with you. They're not your problem because it's not your life. You know, you're looking at it almost like it's a TV show. You really don't need to put more energy into it. So that's the main one I say is just don't bother. Just accept that's how the situation is. Accept maybe you don't know the whole story and that's totally fine. And then you just move on. There's a real power in that. There's a real power in acceptance of just being able to say that's just how the situation or the person is. And I'm not going to deal with it. I'm just going to move on. As you know, I have my own life around me. This doesn't affect me. I'm just going to move on. You can, you can choose that. You can choose not to take part in the battle, even if it's happening with people you know personally. Now, if it's, if it's something that's invading your actual life, it's somebody you live with or whatever, then maybe you can kind of get in and try and resolve this. But I mean, even in that situation, you can make the choice to be Switzerland, to not take part, to not support either side. They come to you, they tell you your problems, you just sit there, you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, you just keep your emotions in check, you listen to what they have to say. If they ask you for advice, you can give advice, you know, just like, why don't you reach out to them and try and figure it out, you know, maybe be friends again, and just leave it at that. If they don't ask you for advice or they're just there to vent, which is usually the case, then you don't give advice. Not asked, no need to give it. And that's totally fine. And after a while, if they're talking and venting too much to you, you can excuse yourself from the situation to just tell them that you don't feel comfortable in being put into the middle of all of it. And usually that's enough for them to kind of leave you alone. So there are ways to just accept it and move on. There are ways to stop yourself from being pulled into it if it's personal people that you know around you that are causing it. You know, countless things that you could do that there's just not time in this podcast to speak about. But it really comes down to it's completely your choice. Okay, I got a couple quotes from here before we end the show. First one comes from a great author a guy named Chuck Palahniuk. This is from his book, Survivor. He also wrote, if you guys know Fight Club, that's probably his most famous one. Quote, People don't want their lives fixed. Nobody wants their problems solved, their dramas, their distractions, their stories resolved, their messes cleaned up. Because what would they have left? Just the big, scary unknown. It comes from an author of dark drama books. Such a such an insane quote. I love that. I love that. I love when you're reading a fiction book 
and then this 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 life lesson just shows up this is a perfect example of that so it's true i mean that's the sense if you're really caught in the center of all the drama it's a way to take your view off of life in general so it's a distraction is what it is i always find too that people like distractions because they don't want to be sitting at home and thinking about what's going on in their life because their brains are just constantly feeding them negative information so you distract yourself instead that's an area i didn't even cover with that's true is that you create these dramas so you don't have to face your own problems instead you put your focus on other people's problems that's a huge one i i can't believe i missed that in the show i apologize for missing that but this quote i mean that's the reason for quotes like this it just it totally reveals it a second quote comes from a fellow named john mark green quote people at war with themselves will always cause collateral damage in the lives of those around them again people at war with themselves will always cause collateral damage in the lives of those around them hmm that's a that's an interesting one so if you're at war with yourself it means you're in a state of disturbance so if you're stuck in drama always seeing dramatic situations and hatred for groups and other people or it's always me against them you know you're fearful of other people i could see that i mean you you just hang out with your friends and family it's the thing you're probably going to want to talk about you know and i know people that in my in my life as well i mean you, you show up and you want to spend time with them and then all they do is talk about all the problems sometimes it's not even you know related to them it's like they're sharing the dramas of other people and you think to yourself it's like you know i don't really want to talk about this this is just not something that i want to know or that i care about so if you if you didn't stand up for yourself or you're afraid to hurt somebody else's feelings by telling them you don't want to talk about it i can see that you know quote collateral damage being a problem because you're pulled into that and if you can't sit there and and you know you can sympathize but not empathize you know not become a part of it emotionally you're going to feel you know the same anger and you're going to feel the same pain that the person sharing this with you feels especially if they're very close to you so that after that you might walk away from it that you know you you showed up you know happy and content and calm and you leave you know disturbed and and unhappy and angry you know that's collateral damage not in a physical sense i mean you you didn't die in any way but your mood definitely died so it's a good it's a good quote i'll say it one more time because i like it and it's very straight to the point people at war with themselves and this means that they you know they're they're stuck in drama they're stuck in anger or they're trying to you know give themselves distractions they'll always cause collateral damage in the lives of those around them and i can see too that i mean this would would hurt their friendships as well because they won't even realize it because they think that this is the thing that people want to hear about because it's what they want to hear about but if they're talking to somebody who's not on that mindset that they don't you know surround themselves with the dramas then 
it could push the person away. And then in the end, they wonder why they don't have any friends. So not only this is causing collateral damage on others, but it causes damage to themselves too. You know, there's a war with themselves. You know, that's interesting. This is a small quote, but it's given me a lot to think about. Anyway, that's the episode this week. I hope you're enjoying this again. Very quick way to support me. Just throw me a quick review. However you listen, Apple, Spotify, whatever. It helps others find me, and I I really do appreciate you guys. Uh, Thanks so much. I'll talk to you next week.